What's going on, you guys? We're back at it. another podcast, another edition of the Commuting Chef podcast. This is episode two. Today is the 16th. Wow, today was a crazy day. Um, so this is this is all this is on my drive home right now. Hitting a little traffic, but should pass. Always have to take the long way home because. For those of you who, those listeners out there who are from California, Southern California, you know that that 101, man, that, that freeway is like a parking lot at that this point in time. I normally hate, I hate having a 9 to 5 job, mostly because the drive home is always a drag. To go to work is whatever, but the drive home is a drag. And, um, yeah, so the drive home is pretty, is whatever. Is pretty long, but it's cool because it gives me time to record my podcast. Thus, where how this podcast was born. Um, obviously, I'm commuting. Anyways, so if you're listening, don't forget. You know, I don't know where you're listening on this on Podbean. I'm on iTunes now, so I think being on iTunes will really help me out in terms of growing this podcast channel. I don't know if I want. I'll probably upload the audio files just to, to YouTube, but I don't know yet because I don't really want to deal with the, making a video, finding like a picture to put to hold you. But I'll probably post on YouTube sooner or later. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Chef Miguel. I'm trying to trying to grow that platform as well. If you want to interact with me, you know, Twitter will be the best bet. I also have an email now. It's called commutingchefpodcast at gmail.com. So you guys can hit the email if you have any questions for me, if you want some advice, or you need some help, if you're a young up and coming chef, cook, whatever. You can always hit me up there or on Twitter. Um, Yeah, so today was Monday at work, so that means catch-up day. So catch-up on my, it's pretty much office day. Um, so it was pretty much office day I did. I got health department today. I, I got the health department today, so that was fun. Um, like I said, I'm new to my job, so I inherit all their problems. Luckily, we didn't get hit on too many things. It's all very minor things that could be easily fixed in a, in a week or so, and yeah, so that, that's that. Didn't, that wasn't too bad. Luckily, I didn't. I didn't need to be with the person. I didn't have to walk with them or anything. They just were like, "All right, we saw that I was in the middle of something," and they were like, "All right, do you, do you, boo boo? I'm gonna do me." So she went. She went and did her thing. I had to do Cisco today. I did half of it yesterday. I did the, I, I did my list, and then so I did my list yesterday, and I didn't have time, I had no time at all to do the um, to do the actual order. So I ordered everything today. That took about well, it took a while because I still had to walk around the kitchen just to just to double check. And I did the list yesterday in a rush. Everyone knows when you do things in a rush, that's when you make mistakes. So, Cisco is something, well, at least for me, anyways, because I only get two drops a week. And the way my drops are structured out, 
uh, can really fuck you over if you don't do it right, or if you, uh, if you, you know, forget something crucial. Then you know you gotta run out to the store, put it on your card, and then you gotta explain to yourself to the fucking bosses and shit. But you know, it's cool. Like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't much, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, let's see what else? We did produce. It was all pretty much back-to-back ordering. As soon as I finished Cisco, I jumped onto my produce list. I called, you know, my produce company. Asked them, told them what I needed. Boom, see you tomorrow. Then right after that, I had to do my wine order. I had to get some champagne because I got, might as well order the champagne now because I got brunch every other week. So I needed to get the champagne for the mimosas. I mean, the case that I had would have probably lasted me for, would have been okay, but never know you don't want to run out it's better to have it and not need it for the most part for the most part it's not too perishable to have it and not need it until you need it and not have it uh then you know cisco over miles take exit 20 beyond to ca 118 east toward los angeles all right man i'll catch that freeway when i get to it uh so then i did that then i had to go through my applications if anybody applied one person did apply but they are not i need to actually call them back and then and just let them know not to come in well i called them but they didn't pick up and then uh i'll call them later so yeah so i had one applicant i'm hiring for a bunch of different positions so far not a bunch i only got like two openings Nobody applies. I don't know why. It's, we pay competitive price. We pay. We gotta do competitive rate. And then people that do apply don't fucking come back to accept the offer because they need to come back and accept the offer letter. That way, it's not like it's binding or anything. They can still just not come back. So I don't believe any of them till they show up the first day that I schedule them because they don't show up. Again, it's, all, it's a hit or miss because in this in my industry, it takes like a two to three weeks to get hired, which sucks because if it's someone like that's desperately looking for a job, they can just move on to fucking to hire to get hired with someone else that's just gonna hire them like within a couple of days. And so there's Take that. Exit 20 beyond to CA 118 East toward Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't want to apply. I got that one applicant, but it wasn't going to work out. And then I started revising the menu for next week. Uh, I had the menu done. Continue on CA 118 East. I had the menu done, but then I had to get some input from people and thus having me revise it. So I'm going to redo the menu tomorrow. Uh, I got to work on the schedule tomorrow. Because scheduling is annoying at the point at the moment right now because everyone's like got a couple people on vacation medical leave bullshit like that so i gotta wait for them to come back that way i can see my schedule better and see what i need to do where i need to put people and stuff and things along that those lines and then so that, that was that and then what else what else happened today pretty it was a productive day at least on my end there's a lot of suicide notes on this bridge line which is kind of depressing uh, also the main reason why i want to put this podcast out is to hopefully help people 
not in the terms of like I'm some kind of self-help guru or anything like that. This is more, like I said in the last one, episode one, this career field, people, a lot of people may not know, but maybe with the unfortunate passing of Anthony Bourdain, maybe that shed shed some light on something that's not really talked about. Talked about. Well, you don't really learn until you start doing it, or at least that's how I figured it out. But. This industry is really, really, you know, it's really taxing on your body. Uh, serving, pretty much any aspect, maybe not dishwashing, maybe so, I haven't seen it yet. But more on the cooking, cook's side of it, depending where you work, if you work in a small mom and pop's restaurant or fine dining or anything like that, you know, you can get overworked, you know, and, you know, this field not like you get into being a cook to being a chef for the fucking money this career doesn't really pay that much you're barely clearing depending where you live you're, you're probably clearing like 30,000 a year it's not a glamorous job as the food network portrays it to be it's not it's fun don't get me wrong it's fun but it's not like the it's not you don't do this because you, you're looking to make money. You do this because you love cooking. You're a creative person. Maybe you're not a creative person, but you love cooking and you love something about it that you love. Like for me, it's I love putting smiles on this corny and cliche as it may sound. I love putting a smile on people's face when they eat my food or and when they eat my food and they love it and they, they're like complimenting it and they want the recipe and things of that nature. That's what that's me. And like now that I'm a manager and a, a, a executive chef, me, what gives me a hard on is like leading people, being a leader, being the voice of answer, if you will. I can't think of any better, anything else to say, describe it, but I like being the guy that has all the answers. And if I don't have the answers, I don't let them know that. You never, as a chef, as a boss, pretty much as a leader in any industry or in anything, you never let... You never want your your, your, your subordinates or your, your employees to know anything gets to you. You have to have that thick skin, that armor, that wall up, that anything that gets thrown your way, you're gonna handle in that second. You're gonna handle in that within that short amount of time. You you'll have an answer for them. The biggest thing that I feel when I was just a cook, I never wanted to hear my boss say, I don't know. Or what do we do? Like I there's there's points where it's like that's an acceptable answer but sometimes for the most part you know your boss it's your boss it's the guy that you think it's kind of like your parent like when you were a kid you always looked at your parents for the answers just like now your employees look at you for the answers and that's what you want to portray I heard this on Hell's Kitchen which was just a great analogy so you, they, you want to be like a duck on water calm and cool on top above water but underneath the water underneath the surface your legs your your, your what are their fucking legs called their feet whatever their, their feet are paddling like a you know a thousand miles per second so that's what you want to see you, you want to portray this calm cool collected figure on the outside but in mentally you have all these things going at once like like for me in my day i'm i'm holding conversations with like four different people at once not at once but I have all these trains of thought, like I got 
you know, I got sales on this end, on, on this side of my brain, and then I got maintenance on this half of my brain, and I got employee bullshit on this half, and I got, you know, health department, and I got this, and I got my own personal stuff. So, you know, it's taxing on your body, so I do. One of my chefs, my past, my last chef, he turned me on to uh, On It. This is on the, I'm not... I'm not sponsored by them. It'd be cool if they would hit me up. Um, at X Chef Miguel on Twitter, hit me up on it. Joe Rogan. Hit my email up. Book out a little sponsorship deal. Nah, I'm just kidding. But hit me up. Community Chef Podcast at gmail.com. Anyways, shameless plug. Anyways, uh, yeah, on it really helps me. It really helped my boss when he had to do his, his things. On it really helped me. It was uh, Alpha Brain. That stuff, it's kind of, it's like, for me, it really helps me get my thoughts together and gets my, get my workflow together. It just helps out everything. It helps me cut out the ums. I know there's a lot right now in this podcast, but, you know, it's hard to focus on the road and <laughs> trying to think of things to talk about. But anyways, yeah, that's, that's what I like that's that's my mindset all day like anything can go wrong and everything will go wrong like you always want to prepare for the worst and assume what's I don't know the phrase but I always prepare for the worst well, yeah, back to the menu you know I gotta take some stuff out I gotta put some new stuff in and then I gotta look at the next week make sure they're not conflicting and whatnot so that should be my plans for tomorrow, but tomorrow I am the I'm the morning cook, so that's gonna pull me away from any managerial stuff that I have to get done, which is fine because you know I enjoy my times and I'm not in the office because I genuinely don't really like being in the office too much. That's why I'm in this career field because I don't I I never saw myself working at a cubicle, you know, nine to five Monday through Friday, you know, punching numbers or telemarketing or anything stupid that involves an office uh so that's why i try to limit as much i try to be more in the office like beginning half of my day and then to close out my day i want to be like on the line or expediting or food running i don't really care what i do but as long as i do something that's not in the office today is majority office like 90 percent of the day was office it was only those times i was on the line or anything like that it was just these last 10 minutes that well the last 30 minutes of my shift I had to go be an expo because one of the main complaints you get is that food's cold and if I see the food come up and then I throw that joint out. And then what else? So after tomorrow I'll be on the line, I'll be doing breakfast and lunch service. Most likely I won't be doing breakfast because my, my, my morning dishwasher, he likes to do it, so I just let him do it. I'm just like cool do your thing baby boy and then I got I got one of my dishwashers coming in I'm kind of teaching him the line uh, but we all are every cook that he works with on the line he stays on the, on the cold side but the cold side you know in charge of like sandwiches and salads and shit but they also throw down like you know your burgers and your, they throw down your, your salmons anything that's hot they throw down for you and then, you know, while you're busy putting up the daily special, you know, you, you finish it off. He just gets it going for you. That way it's at least fired. And that's when you yell at your servers to pick up the food. And then 
I wish I had it in the budget to to, to have a food runner, but you know, I'll do that for now. So yeah, so that's the game plan. That's the plan for tomorrow. And then I got my boss, one of my corporate chefs, is coming down. I don't know for what, but he'll be here tomorrow. We have this thing. We got like a chef showdown going down next the end of this week. So me and him are gonna battle it out. So you can make the best tomato dish. He's making bruschetta. I'm. I don't know what I'm making. I thought maybe we can just do the same thing with different variations. You comes out with a better one. But I don't know anymore. I'm gonna talk to him about what I need to order, what he needs me to order for him, or what have you. But after that, and then gotta have my daily, my weekly meetings with my monthly, gotta do my monthly meetings but I'm not doing that shit tomorrow, I'm doing that shit some other day, and then so tomorrow's Tuesday oh yeah, tomorrow's Tuesday as well, which means Cisco comes in, and I got produce, I tried not to have them come in at the same time, but like I said but yesterday I didn't really need produce I normally want produce on Monday, Cisco on Tuesday Cisco again on Friday, produce again on Saturday I only want one delivery a day because, you know, it gets annoying when you have so many deliveries piling up. You know, you don't really want to deal with all that. I'm still in the process of cleaning out that freezer. There's so much stuff in this freezer that I got. Like, so many desserts. It's crazy. And then... I don't know what else. Uh, and then Wednesday, I got my wine coming in. They wanted to deliver it tomorrow, but I was like, yo, let me get that joint on the toes. Let me get that on Wednesday. I was like, what's the next day you can get that to me? And they're like, Wednesday. I was like, sweet, give me that shit on Wednesday. Y'all feel me? Uh, what else? We have a knife sharpener that comes out, sharpens all of my shop knives. Unfortunately, I wasn't there, so I can give him my handbag. My handbag. My chef roll. My knife roll. Uh, I, normally, I normally like to sharpen my own knives, but my free time. On the weekend just non-existent right now so I just I was, I, I was willing I just wanted them to sharpen them but uh, they came the ass crack of dawn so I missed them and I didn't know they I didn't even know when they come out uh, because so I didn't even I wasn't even able to tell my cook to give my go into my office and get my knives and give them to the guy it's all good I can just use the shop knives for now we got these big old cleaver looking knives that's like a but the blade itself is like like almost i want to say like three inches long or like wide it's freaking ridiculous it looks like a meat cleaver but with a tapered edge the tapered fucking tip it looks like a knife and then yeah so that was my day my next day i guess that's kind of my week you know, like I said, it was pretty much just a managerial day today. It was just, it was just catching up on paperwork and invoicing and closing out receipts and stuff of that nature. Pretty boring stuff. So we'll move on to uh, see um, anything happening in sports. Uh, I don't think the Yan- I think the Yankees played today. I'm not sure. I don't get any reception in my office, so I don't even. I don't get, I don't have any notifications that the Yankees played, so I don't think they played today. 
Oh, they're playing right now, actually. Home run der- oh, it's the All-Star Weekend. It's All-Star break. So it's the Home Run Derby today, for right now. Yeah, so that's nothing there. Uh, let's see. LeBron James is getting shit again because now they're, like, giving him shit that he doesn't have any stars to work with or something like that with the Lakers. It's like, who cares? Like, you guys gave him shit when he went to the... He went to the Bull, to the Miami. He got so much shit for that. Now he's getting shit for the Lakers. Like, like, man, just let the man do what he wants to do. He's always under so much scrutiny, man. And he signed a four-year deal with them. So, I mean, that starts now. The rebuilding is still working. I mean, I, I think if Kuzma, Josh Hart, Ingram, Cadwell Pope, and I think they got rid of Brook Lopez. I'm not sure, which sucks. He was a really good center. You know, he's dropping the three bomb. He did his thing, but I think yeah, they got rid of that. They got rid of land. Uh, In ten miles, take exit 42A to merge onto I-405 South towards Santa Monica. They got rid of my boy. I think they got rid of Brook Lopez, but he was a really good addition for the team. I don't know who the center is going to be now, but or the forward, whatever it's called. But we still got Lance Stevens, who's he's, he's, he's pretty cool. We got Rondo, who's a good six man. And since we got rid of Lou, since they got rid of Lou, his name Lou Stevens, no Lou. I don't know his name. Lou Williams. No, he was a good. He was a great six man. So maybe Rondo could be our next six man. I mean, Rondo's really good with them assists and. He's a pretty good player. How all three of these people mesh, I don't know. But like I was saying, if Kuzma can really build and Josh Hart can really hone their talent by the end of this year, if not during this year, they're looking they're looking pretty good to being All-Stars pretty soon. And then see Lonzo's out for a while. Porzingis is coming back in December. Estimated time frame is December for him to return. I, forgot, I don't know what he was, what happened to him. There's no Raiders news in the works. I don't know. I hope they came to agreement on Khalil Mack and his fucking contract because you know we can't lose Khalil. So I don't know how many of you guys will watch baseball, but I mean I don't really give I don't really care too much about these All Star breaks like like the Pro Bowl in football. Or, the all-star break in basketball and baseball. I don't really care too much for it. They're just exhibition games. Like nothing, nothing's on the line. They're just fucking around. Uh, football's just around the corner, which is exciting. Got the Rams playing the the, the, the Raiders at, at the Coliseum this year. I think pre I think preseason one is there is when they're gonna be out of here. I wanted to go, but man, people's too ghetto out there, man. I don't think I can go, man. People's Raiders fans, man, they just turn on themselves, bro. I don't know if I want to be out there, but we'll see. I don't know. I think it's sold out already. But yeah, so there's that. I personally don't like the preseason. I feel like it's a waste of time. I mean, I guess it's it's good for the team to get their reserves out there. get their secondary out there and like their reserve players 
I guess it's good for that, but at the same time, it's like sometimes they be putting out their A squads and shit, and that's how they end up injured. I think who was it that got injured in the preseason? But Odell Beckham? No, I don't think it was Odell Beckham. Maybe it was Odell Beckham. I don't know, but it just sucks when you know you're watching your team play the preseason. Like I'll watch it. I'll still watch the preseason, but I don't care for it. Like if I miss it, I miss it. If I watch it, I watch it. It's not like you know, it's not like the weekend. It's not like. Uh, Sunday night football where I'm just like I gotta get home watch my team play it's not even get home they're, they're already playing they play like at 11 o'clock most of the time out here in California Pacific time so I miss it regardless um, but yeah so that's like I said there's nothing really much in the world of football like I said I'm really trying to grow this channel I'm really I really want I really want to get some followers that way I can get messages in my inbox to help me you know get through do this podcast a little more a little more efficiently in terms of like I have more things to talk about and yeah like I said nothing really like I said work was easy today exercising was fun in terms of like I don't really know all the table numbers yet I don't know them at all to be honest with you so when I go out there, I look at the little diagram, then I get out there, I'm just like, fuck, what does the diagram say? <laughs> and then, like, when I get there, I'm just like, mm. and, like, they don't write names on there, so I don't know who the hell it's for, and so, you know, I got to auction off food, like, all right, who, who ordered this, or who ordered that? And, uh, so that's always an adventure, and then what else happened to that? had to call Cisco because my damn machine wasn't working properly. Of course, it was already late. They're like, oh, we can't come out until tomorrow. Lazy fuck. So they'll come out tomorrow so they can check out my machine. I gotta check out, I gotta need them to check out all my machines. One of them, they're saying that they're not drying properly or they're having weird residue on there then I got to order china for my for my other dining room oh I had to make my rounds today so I had to walk out there and be like so how was everything you know the old song and dance and so but still it's always a fun part had some guy go on about raisin toast, like I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. But, you know. I'll look into it. Like I don't understand his reasoning behind his complaint, which was that the raisin toast doesn't come out toasted enough. And like I think one boy wants that shit burnt. I think he wants it burnt to shit. Like put it on max settings on my toaster, throw that joint in there, let that shit come out burnt to shit, and then it'll be toasted enough. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to call my bread company. See if they can send me some of my samples out. Of raisin toast or whatever other raisin toast they have. And then I'll see from there what I can get. So yeah, I had like a bunch of invoices to clear. I don't know what I'm talking My aprons, like my linen company came out. And... Uh, they left the aprons they should have left more because I have a bar with that they that they work from 
but I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, like I, that's like when I was bag. Honestly, I don't know when they come. <laughs> they just come twice a week because I get their, I do their invoices twice a week. And yeah, like it was cool. So like I said, if you guys like this podcast, you know, hit me up. Hit the email communitychefpodcast at gmail dot com. Hit the Twitter at xchefmiguel. And you know, hit me up with some questions. I'll answer them. Anything and everything about what you want to know, I'll do the best of my abilities. If I can't, if I don't know the answer, I'll reach out to some of my friends. They'll probably know the answer. But for the votes, for having fun with these podcasts, you know, frees my mind up. Lets me, lets me like, you know, if I need to, lets me vent out my day and makes my drive home a little little smoother because like I'm not really focusing on the traffic I'm more focused on on the talking and stuff but yeah so my freeway is about my exit is about to come up which is my cue to sign off on on this podcast so thank you for listening if you listened all the way through thank you so much give me a follow give me a share give me a retweet if you're on twitter give me a retweet like this like the tweet and if you found me on itunes you know thank you you know hopefully my podcasts are interesting enough or you relate to them in some way that you'll give me a follow hit the email up at in two miles take exit 42a to merge onto i-405 south towards santa monica hit the email you know commuting chef podcast at gmail.com Answer, leave me some questions, email me some questions, and I'll do my best to get back. I probably won't, I'll, I'll probably won't, I'll respond to you and then I'll read off the answers on the next podcast. Um, they're not going to be every day because, you know, I need to have something going on in the day to, to talk about. So, you know, probably try to do two or three podcasts a day, maybe more, hopefully more. Like I said, this is more like a audio blog if you will and I said I really hope to touch like I can make one person feel like they're not alone in the stressful life of cooking and you know being a cook or a chef I just I wanted to make I just wanted to know that they're not alone they can reach out to me or, um, they can reach out to me we can talk it out and talk things through and Accident north five thirty miles from right. South. Alright baby, slow it down. Stop revving your engine. Uh, if you must know, I drive a 2018 Subaru Impreza Sport Trim. Right two lanes to take exit 42 uh, cars, to merge onto I-405 South towards Santa Monica. Quite the ride, like a lot of the reviewers out there were like, oh, there's no speed, blah, blah, blah. Well, no shit. If you're trying to compare it to, like, a fucking Dodge Charger or Challenger, or even if you're comparing it to WRX or the STI, you know, of course it doesn't have any speed. It's only 152 engine, 152 horsepower engine. Like, Take the exit. I mean, it has Take enough speed that you can probably race. You can probably win a couple races if you fucking had to, but Keep right to I don't know. It's a fun South little car. You know, it has that Subaru's famous all-wheel drive, which is awesome. I like taking this bad boy down the canyon. You know, handles curves like a champ. Even handles curves like a super fast rate of speed. Like, 
fucking beast. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to buy a Porsche. Uh, probably, I mean, by that time, it'll probably, it'll, it'll probably be old. They'll obviously be old by then, but... But yeah, so... I want to buy a Porsche one day, hopefully. Just to have, I've always wanted a sports car. I've always loved Porsche. They've always had such an iconic body shape. And, but yeah, back to my original train of thought before I got sidetracked here. But. In 4.6 miles, take exit 65 toward Victory Boulevard. But yeah, so like, if I hope what I want from this, what I want to take away from this, or I want my listeners to take away from this, is like, you're not alone. Shit may feel bleak, but you must always know in this industry, we'll always have a job because, you know, I mean, yeah, it's being flooded right now by culinary school graduates like myself at some point. I was flooding the industry with my application and my resume. But I was growing, man. I was trying to learn. I was, I, was gr- I was on the grind to get that resume. I was getting my skills up to get where I'm at today. And uh, speaking of Porsches, here comes one now. Charcoal. It's probably a 911. Ooh-wee. We got that spoiler that comes up automatically or a push of a button. Ooh. Convertible. Anyways. Um, you know, you can always find another job, man. Just never feel like you're stuck. Like, depending where you're at. I mean, obviously, every county is different in terms of jobs and stuff. Obviously, jobs are hard to come by. But at least we'll know in our industry there's always a job somewhere with what we do and what our craft is. If you hate your boss, leave your job, man. If you, you hate where you're at, you hate where you're at in life, change it. Nothing, you're the only person that can do that. Like, don't, don't wait for someone to hand you anything. In this world, you gotta be competitive, you gotta be, you gotta be strong, you gotta be ambitious. Take what you want. Don't, be, be relentless, don't stop grinding, don't stop learning. If you're a young chef, you know, stay, Read books, man. Read autobiographies of chefs. Read, um, what's this book called? Read Anthony Bourdain's first book, Kitchen Confidential. It's a great book. Read Marcus Samuelson's biography, autobiography. Read Eric Rippert's On the Line. His book talks about, I think it's On the Line, that it shows his timeline throughout the day. Read Sous Chef. That's another great book. I read that book when I was like 18, 18, 19. It's a great book. It talks about, a, it's a book basically about my blog, about my podcast. It's just a chef going through his emotions, going through the day. Every car that I mentioned today has just popped up. We got an RT Dodge Charger. We got an SRT bump. Uh, was a Scat Pack fucking Challenger. We got another Porsche 911. Oh, no, it's a Cayman or whatever. Another fucking Porsche. You got two Porsches at once, all back to back. It's crazy. Got another Dodge Charger coming up right now. But yeah, read these books, man. Never stop learning. Get yourself, if you can, get a mentor like I did. Um, get apprenticeships if you're in culinary school. Get go stage. Go go work for free. Especially if you live with your parents and you go to college. Go work for free. Go to a kitchen and just ask, like, you know, I'm here. I want to help. I just want to learn, blah blah blah. You know, do that. Get some, get 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 your feet wet. Because I guarantee you, if you wait till you graduate culinary school, and that's the only thing on your resume that you graduate culinary school, 
And if you put the restaurant in the culinary school that was just a class, it would still run like a restaurant, but it's still just a class at the end of the day, you're not gonna get hired. You're, you're gonna get over, overlooked by the next guy who at least has two years of real world experience. Don't be like me and just think that your fucking diploma is gonna get you a job. It's not. It'll, maybe they'll acknowledge it. Maybe. I mean, this is gonna be another topic for next time, but yeah, just while you're in culinary school and if you do have the luxury of living with your parents, um, go, you know, the days that you're not in class, go go to the local, go to a fine dining restaurant. They'll, they'll let you stage. They don't, they don't they, that way they don't wanna pay anybody anyway. You know, go 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 stage. Go go to a, a small restaurant that, that looks like they're serving out. Find a restaurant that intrigues right you or that 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 helps that can does what you're looking for in your career and just try to see if they'll give you a job. Start off from the bottom. I started off as a dishwasher and then a server and then a cook. I didn't even be. I wasn't even hired as a cook. I was a dishwasher where I got hired when I started in a real kitchen. And then I, you know, I busted my ass on this dishwasher. Take and when, exit. then, when, then when they were like, oh, do you want to help serve? I'll do it. I was a server. And then, you know, next thing I know, they're like, hey, you know, this cook called out. Or you want, well, first Turn it was, do you want to learn the line? I was like, hell yeah, I want to learn the line. I learned the line. I, I learned how to prep. I learned how to, you know, work the ticket system on the line and stuff like that. And then... I did it enough that when the cook left, the, one of the cooks got promoted to Seuss at another location. I got the job offer full-time only cooking. That's what started everything for me. So like I always say, you know, be ambitious. If that's the type of person you are, be ambitious, be competitive. Um, you're not gonna, nothing in this world is gonna get handed to you. You have to, you have to work for everything you got. And just stay grinding. And with that being said, like I said, hit up my Twitter, Miguel, and the email, Commuting Chef Podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, whatever whatever you have to do to stay following to my podcast. We're going to have more episodes coming up, more structured episodes coming up. For the most part, you know, I'm doing, these are just off the top of the, top of the dome. And yeah, so like I, like I said, this is Miguel, this is Chef Miguel signing off. Keep those knives sharpened, sharpen your mind, stay positive, and keep grinding for the next one, guys. Thank you. Peace.